0: Heyo! Today we are talking about perfection and how amazing but super complicated and overwhelming and not really serving any of us it is. That's the breakdown today. And I just want to say that, like, if you are a human being living on this planet, you have to relieve yourself of what perfection looks like. And it's not like Oh my gosh, social media is so annoying because everyone's just talking about how perfect they are. Listen, you're not wrong. But it's not plaguing you. You're plaguing yourself. You're seeing that and creating an expectation based off of that. And that is a choice. And a choice that we have to stop making. You're the one setting the expectation So lower it to where you are right now. You don't have to be there and it's important that you aren't there because the process and the buildup of the human that it takes to get wherever you're going is the most important part. Let's go. Welcome to Season 3! Um, I would love to tell you that Season 3 is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in, and honestly, it could be, but this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me, and that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing, we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, that looks for us, but more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that. Hey, welcome to the show, this show. Uh, (laughs) My name is Anna Nuss. I am your host every weekday we hang out. How are you? It's so great to see you. I can't see you, but I can like feel you. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but whatever. Um <clears throat> today let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. My great thing is the greatest of all things. And this is a great thing that I really don't even deserve any credit for, but I'm going to go ahead and soak up as much as I can. I am uh, ant again. And I can't even like, I feel like it means more as you age. I, I definitely took for granted how delicate a new life is and how beautiful and like deserving and new and perfect. And just like a big old ball of beautiful baby and how incredible that is. And you I think as you get older, you appreciate it even more. And so I definitely have gone through stages of life where I've just been like, oh, another baby. Mm -hmm. Yay. And now I'm just like, come on, give me all the babies, every baby that I could ever see and love and hold and carry and not kiss, but be with and soak up that new energy, this new life form that exists and like the amazingness that is a newborn child, like my entire mind is blown. I can't even, I can't even imagine, I can't even fathom how much goes into that and how amazing it is that babies are born. And what an incredible blessing it is. And what an even more incredible blessing that they are born from my own blood. Like, that's bloodline. That's crazy, right? And so, I don't know. It's just always this refreshing perspective of life. Anytime that a new life is added to your bloodline. Really, anytime that life is added, period. But it just hits different when it's yours when it's not mine but it's my family right and we're growing and expanding and like we have a new person to love and incorporate into what this family is this craziness this expansive title of family it's just it blows my mind and it's something that i guess i maybe have taken for granted at different points in life And now it's just this bigger realization of how important and beautiful and sacred life is and babies, especially like we have no expectations of these little tiny humans. We're just like loving because they are, you know, like no one comes in to hold a baby and they're like, hmm, well, they certainly aren't a renowned expert in their field yet. I suppose we shouldn't love this baby. No, literally every single comment is just like, oh my gosh, they're perfect. They're beautiful. They're amazing. So like, why don't we keep talking about humans that way? You know, like, why does it end? Why do we create these expectations that don't really have to be there? And so much of it revolves around, you know, Life and the things that we're told to expect of one another. And social media is helping us out, and we're going to talk about that today. But, like, the pure, beautiful perfection that is a newborn child, that is a human life added to this planet, will forever blow my mind. When you really think about all the things that had to go right to make that birth happen, it is mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing that humans continue to exist and babies keep coming into this world. And I am often blessed with babies in my circle in threes. And so this is the second of circle babies. Um, Even this week, gosh, I've been just adding them up this week. But I think that's What's even more amazing about family and growth and your circle and your network is like, it doesn't have to be huge for the net to expand quickly, you know, and for you to add in people. And I want all of us to remember that like our jobs are to nurture these new lives in ways that maybe we weren't nurtured or in ways that we think could help them and to help out anywhere that you can. You know, and my sister recently said it to me best, like, if you could help, then why wouldn't you? You're here. And I was going back and forth on whether or not I wanted to help out and coach and do things that I've done before. And You know, I think she just put that so beautifully. If you could help, then why wouldn't you? And if you could make an impact on someone's life or love someone wholly and tell them all of the amazing things that you know about them, then why wouldn't you? And that's the beauty of a supportive network. And I don't know exactly what that feels like. I don't know exactly how that works. (laughs) But I think... More than anything, especially with the up and coming generations, is like this endless love and this lowering of expectations of what a child should be contributing to this world. Children should be contributing goodness to this world and light and our expectations should lower by 100,000%. Stop it. Love them the way that you did when they were brand new babies, right? You weren't like, hmm, future Olympian, this child. No, you were like, this is a beautiful child born in lightness and beauty. And I just want to see them grow up and grow into their greatness, whatever that looks like. I don't know what that is for you. Looking at you right now is this teeny tiny, perfect little morsel of energy but I see greatness within you right here in your smallest being. And so my inspo for my great thing today is the new life that was added to my network. And I just think, not that everyone has to have a child in order to experience that, but I just think it's, the greatest, most mystical thing that could ever happen to a person's life. And all new life is amazing because there's no prerequisite, prerequisite. (laughs) Can't even say it. They come into this world and they are beautiful and divine and amazing. And I think it's sad that we lose that right somewhere along the way. So we start comparing them to whoever's around like my hope for any new life that comes into this world is that they keep being cloaked in their own divine greatness forever and ever and ever and ever. So that's my great thing we have added to the network. And I think there's nothing greater in this world. I've always under, I've underestimated it up until now, how amazing life is. So here we are. We are no longer doing that. It is amazing. It is the greatest thing that could ever happen. New life. Okay. <laughs> That's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Even if, like, I, I had nothing to do with that. Birth, anything. But like, I feel great about just hanging out over here and getting to become an aunt once again. And there's, I don't know that there is a greater purpose in this life, right? Than to love on the people in your circle, however that looks, right? Wherever you are, however you do that, I don't know that there is a better way to serve the world. Okay, let's go ahead and dive in. This is a topic that I've been thinking about a lot lately. I um, coach individual volleyball lessons and it's alarming to me. And I also coach younger athletes and I've coached older athletes in the past. But what's alarming to me is this like demand of perfection, almost like were plagued with perfection. And I don't think that this just falls off with this newer generation. I think it's worsening even with aging population, right? Because we don't know how to interact with that. And I think one of the greatest things that I ever got to experience was ignorance is bliss. (laughs) Like I was the cockiest high school volleyball player that probably ever walked the planet. And I really had no reason to be, but I had no idea what a good volleyball player was. If I was or wasn't, I knew that I didn't quite measure up, but I don't know. I had these complete blinders on. Because I had never watched it. I had never grown up in it. I never experienced the game before I started playing it. I just sort of was thrown into it. I wanted nothing to do with it, but I, for some reason, agreed. And thank goodness I did because it completely changed the trajectory of my life. But all that to say, it's like I didn't expect perfection from myself because I had No frame of reference. Well, now we all have a frame of reference. You can access reference perfection every single day. People stop themselves from doing anything because of this, right? We're like so insanely plagued with perfection, and that's our expectation of ourselves. And I say all the time to the younger kids that I'm coaching right now, like, why? why do you think you're going to be as good as a senior in high school or as a junior in college or even a freshman in college? Like, why do you even have that expectation? That's bananas and pajamas. Remove it. Right. And, you know, for me, I'm always just like, We just need to keep getting better. We can take steps backwards, but let's go ahead and try to be, right, a higher percentage, better than we were before. Okay? Let's try that. Let's stop trying to be what we see on Instagram and YouTube and on, you know, even like, think about it. Even most of the things that we see are just like highlight reels. Well, if you watch the full thing, right? One amazing hit doesn't equate a good game. One amazing serve doesn't equate a good game. And I'm using volleyball references. And even though that maybe doesn't make the most sense to you, bear with me because life is the most, volleyball is the most life applicable game that exists. You can't convince me otherwise. I won't even try to let you. It just is. But like, listen, you don't have to be perfect and I know that that's hard and I know that we've covered this before and I know that we've said like hey remember don't look at people's highlight reels but like highlight reels are all that were served right? Because it's interesting. It's interesting and it's beautiful to see the person win the gold medal, to see the person do the big thing on the big stage. And we're like, oh my gosh, I want to be that someday. But you don't think about what it takes to be that. You just set that expectation. I want to be that someday. And then, you know, I feel like for the younger athletes that I'm working with, then that's where they measure themselves. And they stop before they ever get started. And it's not that different in the business world. It's like, I want to be this thriving, you know, multi-level, successful entrepreneur. Well, there's growing pains there, people. That doesn't just like happen and flow and you go, oh, perfect. Today, I am the entrepreneur that I always wanted to be. And you should all celebrate me. No, Right? Like donkey kicks to the butt. Come on. Move. Right? Do the things that you say you're going to do. Move it. Right? And when you take out the complexities of time and commitment and all of those things and it just comes down to you showing up and doing the work to get there. Right? That's that discipline part. And so often we just set the goal to be the thing. And then we see ourselves not becoming the thing, not because we can't, because we don't fully understand what it took for a person to get there, because they're not showing that, right? They're just showing this end thing. And a lot of people are doing a better job of showing the entirety of the journey, right? This is one example, this podcast of like, go all the way back three years ago. And that was the start of someone just really standing in front of you, not knowing where to go next and figuring out how to do dreams and do life all over again, right from the very beginning. So people are doing a better job, but you have to realize seeing someone at the height of their career and setting yourself the expectation that you should be there when you start is crazy. No matter where you are. And I know that it's plaguing our youth earlier and earlier. Right? Because it's getting even younger. then you're going, oh my gosh. There's an eight-year-old that's better than I am on the YouTube. Yikes. Well, here's the deal. Right? And I can tell you specifically from my own eight-year-old. She's good at volleyball. Like, slightly advanced for her age. But here's the deal. That kid has been sitting in a gym, absorbing amazing volleyball since birth. Right? And then not only that, she has parents who have also been working with her probably, I don't know, at least once a week since then. And so you're looking and you're going, oh no, that eight, that eight year old, they're better than me. Oh, I must be no good. But you're not really thinking about all of the hours that went into someone being there expert level, no matter the age does not develop overnight. And there are like once in a million chances that someone just develops and they're amazing and they have this natural acuum and they found what it was for them immediately. But listen. Life is about the journey to that place, not that place alone, right? Because like we talked about yesterday, it all comes to an end, right? It all seems to flow in and out. That's the beauty. The tide comes in and it goes back out. That is just life, which is why we can't really base anything on success. And that's super complicated, right? Because it's like, well, no, Hannah, you told me to have goals and dreams. But this is what I'm saying. You are a divinely beautiful human being, even if you did nothing. If you were just born today, we wouldn't be going, hmm, not quite measuring up. Not good enough. Oh, you're not perfect at that skill, you baby. Get out of here, you little baby. No, we're not saying that. What are we saying to that baby? Oh my gosh, you're so amazing. And like, think about this. Doesn't that make perfect sense for why children grow and evolve so rapidly? We do nothing but pour beautiful words onto them. Like, just spill them out all over them. And they like, clothe this little baby in beautiful energy all the time, all the time. And then eventually we stop and we start adding in these expectations of like, you're not measuring up. You're not good enough. Uh, you don't look like this person. And so I don't know what you're doing or what your path is. You're no good. Goodbye. Love you. But bye. You should have done it by now. I'm not saying remove all those expectations, but what does it look like to build a human the same way we start with them as babies? Right? Because the expectations aren't, right? The perfection and the expectations aren't coming from us usually. Right? Why do you expect that of your child? Well, you probably saw an example of what could be. Then you started measuring them up against that. Are they good enough? You know, I had this thought the other day. Should my child go into this upper level dance? Is she good enough? Well, it's not, is she good enough? Does she enjoy it enough to commit that much of her time and herself to this one thing? Good or not? Does she love it? That's it. That's the measure. I don't care if you're successful or not. Because doing something you enjoy is success. I'll say that again. Doing something you enjoy doing is success. And doing something that you're passionate, that you're excited about will lead to success. You don't even have to think about it, right? Just write it down. What do you want to do? Who do you want to be? How do you want to operate in this world? And I saw a quote this morning before I got on that like, anywhere love and compassion are missing is where you should go to work, right? And for me, if I'm looking back on... My own life, love, and compassion were missing in the work. The work that I was putting out into this world was missing me because I wasn't excited about it and I was, you know, manically aggressively excited about it, but not for the right reasons, right? I was excited about it because it was going to show people that I was successful. It was going to give me more money. And then I could show people that I was successful by what I was driving or by how much money I could spend on something like that was going to be the thing. I was going to move up the ladder and people were going to know that I was successful because I had this big title or I had taken over this big thing. People were going to know, right? But There was no love or compassion in that work at all. It was going to be an endless rat race for me. Because the only measure of success I had was how much money I was going to make. And the crazier thing is, I am not even really that fueled by money. And some people are, and that's beautiful. But for me, like, that isn't my fuel It just isn't. I'm fueled by passion. I'm fueled by building people up. I'm fueled by feeling like I'm making a difference for people who haven't been given a voice here. Right? And I think, honestly, no matter what enneagram you are, no matter what strength number you are, all of that, all inclusive of all of them, I think right now, so many of us are plagued by perfection that's unnecessary because it's not about that. Right. And even as we like coach humans or guide humans, we have to do a better job of lowering that expectation for the people around us because we know it is unequivocally proven. It's proven over and over and over again that you are the greater percentage of success over time. So the only measure that we can hold people accountable for is consistency. Are you continuing to show up? And if they aren't, it probably isn't because they're lazy. It's probably because they're uninspired. What inspires and motivates people is so, you know, True to whatever their path is. I would love to sit here and tell you that millions of dollars inspires me. Millions of dollars inspires me if millions of dollars leads to me helping more people. If that's what it can give me, then fine. Let's go. Million dollars and more. Right? Because I'll probably be one of those, like, people who ends up just giving it all back. And my husband would probably go, nope. No, you won't. Yeah, probably will. Like a a millionaire that (laughs) donates all of it and not like the donation. So I can be like, Hey, I have this cool right off. No, like maybe puts it back. I know this is like crazy next level, but like puts it back into a program that helps people who look like I did when I first started that maybe helps incubate entrepreneurs who want to go into creative entrepreneurship. And like, what if that's how I use that money to just help even more, to branch and expand possibility and to stop? Like, I don't need to hold on to all of it because I know the more that I put in, the more that I will get Out And for me, the reward is seeing people grow and see how capable they are. That's payment for me. I love hearing from people who maybe even just heard an episode, but they'll write in or they'll comment or message and be like, hey, this really made a big difference for me. Right. And even if it's just one episode or even like one minute of one episode, that is worth its weight in gold. Like, let's keep going. Let's keep expanding this. Let's keep growing what this network is. And like, is it crazy? And a little bit out of the box? Yeah. But here's the deal. We are not alone. I am telling you, there is a whole airplane full of Olympians who are about to experience the death of a dream or maybe the done of a dream, but like they're about to experience the fallout of that. Right? So like people who are sitting at home and you're going, Oh my gosh, I shouldn't even be whining about this or I don't even deserve to have dreams or boo hoo hoo. My dream died because you know, unexpected life happened boo-hoo-hoo, oh, I don't deserve to go on. No, you absolutely do. And then this is not an Olympian's voice going, oh, or a millionaire's voice going, hey, you should dream bigger, and here's why. And here is my 12-step solution for how you could do that better. You should listen to me because I started from the bottom. Now I'm here, which is super cool. Because so many people did and you absolutely should listen to them when you're ready. But more than anything, I am telling you, comparing yourself. And if you're really struggling with this, just take a week off from any social media. I guarantee you the expectations that you're setting on yourself and the people around you lower as a result from that break. Like... So much of what we're creating, so much of this anxiety and this expectation to be amazing, to be the best, to be all these things, and not that those aren't accomplishable goals, trust. But like, you don't have to set that expectation. You don't have to be perfect as you're carving your path there. In fact... I will go out on a limb and say it's actually vital that you aren't, right? And every sport that exists in this world is a basic game of imperfection. Volleyball very specifically, but like, you can't score in most unless someone else messes up. So why would we think That perfection is a demand of any sport, but of any life. Because when we start out as these perfect little human beings, these little bitty baby balls of energy that I can't wait to hold. um, When we start out there, we assume perfection. Right? Because we're seeing it. Because we're so amazed by how... Everything could come together and create this being. So why do we stop that? The plague of perfection is self-prescribed. And we've got to stop. There's no reason for it. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, you've made it all the way here. And I do want to tell you that this is like where the real... Listeners go to get the inside track because we have started to work with Brain.fm, which is an incredible meditation, creative focus app, which actually helps with all of those things focus, relaxation, creativity. Like I utilize it in so many different ways, and I didn't realize that it was sort of the music app that I was lacking. And I was excited when they reached out to become an affiliate of this show um, and help my listeners utilize this platform for all the things that we talk about on this show because music is one of those things that allows you to tap in and go to a higher level quicker than you could if you were just doing it on your own. So this helped so much in my meditative practice. It helped me from the mind wander that was constantly kind of coming up. It helped when I was in workflow for my mind to not wander into the lyrics of songs. It helped sort of just create this white noise in the background. And then this was the most unexpected help that happened. (laughs) It also helped with like getting my kids to bed and waking them up in the morning, I noticed that the general frequency of what usually would have been an up and down experience sort of leveled. And we all just experienced this common calmness in all those instances where, in a lot of nights and mornings, we'd have so many ups and downs. It leveled all of that out. So I'm excited. If you use the code, the death of a dream, you get 10% off of your subscription to that. Now, what I do love about it is that if it's not helping you, you can just end that subscription. So to try it for a month, it might cost you about three bucks. Okay. See if you like it. See if it works for you. And if it doesn't, you can always stop. Um, (laughs) But if it does, I think it's a really great way to tap into this self meditation, focus, presence work that we're always staying conscious of. I will have the link in the show notes every day for you to go ahead and check that on out. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us, me, it's just me, out on (laughs) all of our socials. I post every day, uh, posts with some inspirational, I don't know, quotes and movements, um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at the death of a dream also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness. Um, but you can check out Thank you.